Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash matter butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Peanut Sauce Fiasco, who says, Am I the asshole for sending my coworker into anaphylactic shock? I'm at a loss here, guys. Realistically, I know I'm in the clear. Legally, I'm in the clear, but I'm being vilified by my coworkers and I'm genuinely considering quitting my job because of this mess. So I work a pretty standard day job and at night I help my friend at a restaurant, which serves an assortment of Thai cuisine. To be honest, I'm insanely picky, but I fell in love with this peanut sauce the main chef makes and he showed me how to make it. So about once a week, I take it on either noodles or stir fry to my day job for lunch. People know this and a handful have tried it. It smells nutty, it tastes nutty. It's white girl pad thai, basically. Lately, my lunches have been disappearing or I'll open my lunchbox to find half of my food missing. I've tried addressing it, but nothing has been changing and I was pretty sure it's one of the new hires that was doing it, but had no proof until now. Thursday, I took my noodles and my entire Tupperware was missing, which hasn't happened before. I'm pissed, but what can I do? A co-worker shared a pizza with me and that was that, until today. My boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch and has been hospitalized. Turns out she's severely allergic to nuts, ate some and boom, anaphylaxis. She used an EpiPen, had to be hospitalized, and now a dad is trying to hold me accountable for her bills and condition. But I don't see it. Why should I pay? I don't mark my food as an allergen because I'm not allergic to it. She was dumb enough to steal from me and eat something she can't have. But he's being hateful, and some of my older co-workers are icing me out because I warned him I'd report any harassment to HR if he tried anything funny. Brown noses, I guess. My friend is aware and offered me a full-time job, but I just can't help but feel it's unfair. At the same time, I could have killed his daughter though. So, am I the arsehole? And there is like some additional information where OP replies to the comments and what they're going to be doing going forward. So we'll cover that in a moment. Now I'm going to come straight in with not the arsehole. She stole your lunch. It wasn't borrowed. I mean, borrowing would be asking someone, can I have your lunch? Which I think would be weird in itself, but I I guess happens in places. But no, she went to the fridge, took your lunch out and just ate it for herself, which, which I always find strange, you know, that you have the nerve to go to your work kitchen, open the fridge and think, oh, 
what lunch shall I eat today? Everyone's lunch is just sat there and think that you could just help yourself and take some. You know, this is all on her in the end. She actually stole your lunch. And the only thing that really worries me now is that you haven't done anything about it yet. You're currently sitting on this and you're giving your boss time to formulate bullshit against you. So I would be reporting this ASAP to get it down in writing. But forward squirrel 8879 says, not the arsehole, go to HR immediately and make them aware of what is going on. You did absolutely nothing wrong and your boss's behavior is 100% inappropriate. Opie replies saying, yeah, I'll wait until she gets back tomorrow and report him. The void says, not the arsehole, you didn't feed it to her. She stole it and quotes at the same time I could have killed his daughter, then says, no, she could have killed herself. My wife had a heavy-duty seafood allergy. She wouldn't eat anything without knowing what was in it. Like Caesar salad dressing has anchovies in it. Other sauces are made with seafood too. It can be in places you wouldn't expect. So she would never take someone else's food, on principle first, because it's stealing. Because it could be life-threatening. I would have thought that anyone with a severe food allergy would take the same precautions, but obviously not. Well, next time, she'll think twice before borrowing someone else's food. <laughs> I didn't know that about Caesar salad. Learn something new every day. Madison says, absolutely 100% not the arsehole and quotes, my boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch and then says, borrowed. And how exactly is she going to return this food that she borrowed after ingesting it? It's not borrowing when she was never planning on returning it or compensating you. I'm so sorry that your boss is terrible. She stole your food. She didn't ask. She just took it upon herself to take your lunch. She is the arsehole. Is she doing this to you or is she taking everyone else's lunches as well? Opie replies saying, genuinely have no idea. And no, a small group of us have noticed our food disappearing. Sometimes multiple meals. So like three of us in the same day. She seems to only target certain people. And I guess she's just gotten lucky so far. Away Refuse says, not the arsehole, go to HR pronto. Don't threaten HR, get this on file. See if you can switch departments or supervisors. Report both your boss and his daughter, the food thief. And lastly, from Simla Koala, who says, go to HR ASAP. In HR terms, what happened is someone stole your lunch and the container it was in. The person who did this is another employee's close relation. And because that employee is your manager, you are facing bullying and reprisal from your manager and further bullying and hostile work environment from coworkers. You do not need to put up with this. You are not in the wrong. The daughter, the boss, and the coworkers are all in the wrong, and you need to document and report. Unfortunately, it's unlikely you can just go back to normal. But what your boss and coworkers are doing is not just shitty, but potentially illegal and certainly a liability HR should deal with. Typically, this type of mess is why companies are wary of hiring relatives and employees, except as interns and short-term hires. Also, if you're just feeling like you are getting the cold shoulder and don't know that coworkers are doing anything wrong, just jot down the times you felt treated differently as well, as well as anything anyone explicitly said or did. They likely will not get in much trouble, but a difficult atmosphere resulting from conflict with someone in management is 100% something to take to HR. It shows the toxicity of the situation. So then the edit from OP says, holy shit balls, this blew up. I did email the HR rep and let her know of the situation. She's been on vacation and gets back tomorrow, so I don't know if she's aware of what's been going on since last week. I should note that I work weekends most weeks. Not quite an eight to five, Monday to Friday job, but yeah. My coworkers mostly chilled out by the end of my shift, thankfully. 
after I explained to the noisiest friendlier person that I always bring a peanut sauce dish. I guess the general assumption was that I somehow found out who has been stealing lunches and decided to poison them. To answer a common question, this was the first time my pad thai was stolen. And no, I'm not the only victim of the lunch thief. I usually take a late lunch and I'm not the only one. So I'm guessing the lady who was stealing food decided what was left is a free-for-all, effer. My boss said it was an HR issue when I tried talking to him about lunches disappearing and HR always said they'd look into it or further into it and nothing ever happened. We're 100% not allowed to eat at our desks unless you have a medical reason for it. So that wasn't an option either. I'm assuming she's fine, but I don't know the severity of her allergy or how much she ate before she had her reaction. I'm not privy to her medical information. Sorry, guys. Suing. Sounds like a great revenge, but probably not worth the cost of a lawyer. My friend let me take tonight off just a bitch about everything and I'm probably gonna take her job offer. One commenter was right. Even if everything settles down, I don't want to deal with a potentially hostile or reactive workplace like this anymore. It's not a career with much room for upward mobility and I didn't feel welcome in our group meeting today. And for the people calling this fake, okay, it's not, but even if it were, why are you getting mad about it? Karma doesn't give me anything, monetarily or status. I can't exactly give it a bunch of details unless I want to dox myself and the post seems rushed because I wrote it out of frustration during my lunch. Short time plus word limit equals rushed. Sorry if it didn't meet your writing standards. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What could OP do? A lot of people were suggesting that OP, you know, find another job because the hostile workplace isn't going to change, etc. Do you agree with that or is there another way around it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Now, I was debating on reading this next one, but I'm a child. So this one's from a throwaway account that says, am I the arsehole for forcing out a fart to get my mum to stop asking my girlfriend invasive questions in front of the whole family? I know what it sounds like, but I swear it's a desperate situation. So I, 23 male, have been with my girlfriend, 22 female, for seven months. She has a visible scar on her neck and she hates to be asked about it and hates to tell the story behind it. Believe it or not, I don't have the story yet, but I'm waiting till she's comfortable to share. She met my family several times and, of course, my mum and aunts ask her about the scar, like three to four times in just a couple of hours. Then on dinner, then during movie time, etc. They got bothersome and my girlfriend would look uncomfortable and I could just tell that the question itself brings her sadness. I told my mum to stop asking such invasive questions about the scar and every time they'd say, okay, won't ask, I promise. But then she would turn around and do it again. On Mother's Day, my girlfriend and I attended dinner at mum's. We were sitting in the living room and my mum goes to ask girlfriend about the scar again. This time with a bigger audience because the whole family was there. My girlfriend said she'd rather not talk but mum kept cornering her and kept asking her in a yes, no form. I was sitting next to mum and forced out a loud fart in an attempt to take pressure and attention away from my girlfriend and get my mum to switch her focus to something else. I was like, whoops, and the family started laughing. Mum turned to me and gave me a nasty stare. It got awkward, not gonna lie, but I was desperate and couldn't really yell at mum to stop and start a fight on Mother's Day, so I thought of this instead of making a scene. She pulled me into the kitchen and scolded me for what I did after. I admitted that I did it intentionally. She called me childish and said that if I didn't want her to bring up my girlfriend's scar, then I should have said, but I did. I swear like a hundred times. 
Anyway, my girlfriend and I left and my girlfriend couldn't stop laughing in the car. Unfortunately, dad was upset too, saying I behaved poorly and childishly in front of the extended family and told me to grow up. Am I the asshole? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, absolutely not the arsehole in this situation, but your girlfriend is going to get fed up at this at some point and not want to be around your family if your mother is going to keep going down this route of making your girlfriend uncomfortable. You got it fairly quickly that, you know, you're waiting until she's comfortable to share it, but your mother isn't getting it. And who thinks like that? Thinking, you know, you've been told one time they don't want to talk about it. Fair enough, right? But then you keep persisting on making the person uncomfortable. And it's obvious, you know, OP said themselves that their girlfriend is uncomfortable. But Sword of Storm says, lol, not the arsehole for using your arsehole to make a point. <laughs> Kiryu says, not the arsehole, the tactical fart was the right move. Mother and aunt are clear arseholes. Attempted adult says, not the arsehole, but with such a big audience, you should have said, mum, we've been over this dozens of times. If someone does not feel comfortable answering a personal question, and you know this is the case, then you are being rude and disrespectful. Now, please apologize and keep your word that you won't do this again. And do that every time she attempts to harass your friend. Absolutely. Jupala69 says, childish. Yes, amusing, definitely. Effective, we saw it. Arsehole, nah. And Turtle the Moon says, not the arsehole, your mother repeatedly violated a clearly stated and perfectly reasonable boundary. And now she thinks you're being childish. Nope, her assertion that you should have told her is ridiculous. Not only did you repeatedly tell her to stop, your girlfriend told her. At that point, what does it matter what you have to say about it? The only relevant opinion in the room was expressed and your mum kept pushing. For real, if she does it again, why stop at a fart? <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this one? Although it's amusing, it's incredibly sad that OP's mum is making the girlfriend feel so uncomfortable about something she's not willing to talk about. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, am I the asshole for not letting the kids go alone to see their dad in his home country? Apologies, English isn't my first language. I, 39 female, divorced my ex-husband, 42 male, eight years ago. We have two kids together, 19 male, 18 female, that I had sole custody of after their dad became sick. He's been getting treated for his medical condition in his home country and recently I've been told his health is declining. 
My ex-mother-in-law called me asking if I could let the kids come visit their dad for a few days. She said she would handle the tickets and expenses. I was a bit taken aback by her request. I said I was sorry I wasn't feeling comfortable letting the kids travel alone. She told me she could book me a ticket too, but I said I was too busy to literally travel to another country. She asked me to be more considerate and understand that her son misses his kids and wants to see them. I suggested that they video call him like they always do, but she told me that her son cried about wanting them there in person so he could hug them and smell them. She said his mental and emotional well-being depends on it because of concerns of his declining health. I talked to the kids and they said they wanted to go, but I didn't feel comfortable letting them travel on their own despite grandmother's assurance about taking care of the travel expenses. But the kids have never been on a flight out of the country on their own, and so I think it's a valid reason to be concerned, especially since they've never been to this place before. Ex-mother-in-law started berating me after I gave her my final answer. She told me that I should be prepared to take full responsibility if the kids don't get to see their dad potentially one last time, but I figured from her tone that she keeps coming with excuses to guilt me into letting the kids go. The kids are upset over the fact I'm seemingly treating them as small children, but that was not why I said no. ETA, the country in question is Spain. I'm worried more about the idea of kids traveling alone than anything else. Their dad used to come visit, but that stopped once he got very sick. And we're going to start straight away with Impossible Pause, who says you're the arsehole. They're 18, not 5. Kids travel cross-country all the time at much younger ages. You're being horribly selfish to a dying man. Kraken says you're the arsehole. They're 19 and 18. They're technically adults. Why would you prevent them from seeing their dying father? Info, what country is this? Is there trafficking concerns? And we already know it's Spain. RB1327 says you're the arsehole. Your kids are actually adults, so I hope they make their own decisions on this. Your objections are not reasonable unless there is some very relevant information you have left out. Refrigerator both says you're the arsehole. 10,000%. You're the arsehole. Your kids are legal adults and don't actually need your permission to do anything. You're keeping them from their father because you are uncomfortable. Really. That's their dad. They want to see him and you're being selfish about it. You don't even have to pay for the trip. If their dad dies and they didn't get to have an actual goodbye because of you, then I hope they go low contact with you because you deserve that for depriving them of their other parent who obviously loves his kids and wants to see them in his last moments. Imagine if it was you in his place and he refused to let you see your kids on what could possibly be your deathbed. Like get your head out of your rear. And there was many, many comments along the same lines that they're adults that they're going to Spain, which which people are saying is one of the safest countries. And I've been to Spain a few times and never had any issues there myself. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Nitro Sunman who says, am I the asshole for not attending my mum's wedding because it's on the day my dad died? My mum is finally getting married to my stepdad after many years together. Super small backyard wedding, etc. It's very informal. She invited a small group of friends and family via Facebook message. Less than 10 people. No venue bookings or anything, just at the house. I let her know the date she chose is my dad's death date. That's a weird day to have a wedding. I still struggle with his death a lot. Cancer. I let her know that's a weird date and I'm not sure I can be present and happy on this day and that it was really weird. Context, when my dad passed, we were all there. It was very traumatic for me to watch him die and also the stuff that happens after. 
getting taken away in a body bag from the house, etc. It was only four years ago. My mum was always very religious through his illness that we didn't spend any time with her. She lives seven hours drive away. She would say things like it feels like the wrong parent died and that she had been waiting for him to pass so we could finally spend more time with her and that she had been keeping her mouth shut the entire time he was sick. About six years, he had cancer before he passed. And that I'm not the kid she thought she had and I should just get over it already. Needless to say, it's a touchy subject for us. I had to swallow all of this and never got a real apology for it so we could have a relationship. So I told her all of this and she responded that he is dead and she is still alive. If I feel that way, she will just cancel the whole wedding. I asked her if she can just acknowledge my feelings about it and, and why does she want her anniversary on the same day her ex-husband died? She did not and said, if I don't come, she is just going to cancel the entire thing. Am I the asshole if I don't attend? And OP did put a paragraph update on this post, which we'll cover in a second, but Jay Baggins says not the arsehole. I can excuse the date as a coincidence, as it seems like your parents were split up already when your dad died and the date might not have been at the forefront of her mind, if in mind at all. But her response thereafter is inexcusable. This, in quotes, she responded that he is dead and she is still alive and if I feel that way, she will just cancel the whole wedding. And then says is also incredibly manipulative. This ceremony is small enough that there are plenty of other options here. If she hadn't considered the date and is set on it, she could get married without you there. If she hadn't considered it and does want you there, they could move the date. Outright canceling the whole thing on your attendance is a move to force you into going when you're clearly not comfortable doing so. This isn't moving tens of thousands of dollars and hundreds of people around. The venue will still be there and the people, all 10 of them, can come some other time. Mabelism says not the asshole. your mum is a horrible narcissist and is very probably doing this intentionally. She said she'll cancel the wedding, reply okay and leave it at that. P.S. Reach out to her fiancé and let him know. Either he doesn't know it's your dad's death anniversary and will be furious with her and maybe remove himself from that crazy woman or he is aware and as sadistic as she is, in which case it's time to go no contact. CT says not the asshole. call her bluff. If she cancels, she cancels, but make sure everyone knows what she said. Don't allow her to bait you. Your mum intentionally planned for that day to snub out the memory of your dad. In 365 days, she could have chosen any other date. She's cruel and a narcissist. And one more from Spicy T who says not the arsehole. And if she cancels because you don't want to go on that date, you shouldn't feel guilty. She never should have scheduled it on that date and she's been absolutely terrible to you about it, trying to guilt you about it and saying she's alive. Meanwhile, you've handled it reasonably and just... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Said you won't go if it's that day. 
And I got to say, my feelings on this one were very, very similar to that first comment in that, you know, where she said, we'll just cancel the whole wedding when there was a multitude of different options there. She went for the most manipulative one to either force you to come or she cancels the wedding. And that just felt like an absolutely nasty thing to do, but not the arsehole to me in this situation. But OP replied with a small update, which said, I wish I could respond to every post. Thanks for taking the time to read my story and your advice is going to help me set a healthy boundary. I guess when you're down one parent, it's hard to let go of a toxic parent. I think I'm so used to this from her, I didn't always see it from an outside perspective. This is normal behavior from her, for me. I will not be attending. I will try to reply where I can, but thank you all very much. And now... I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What do you think OP should be doing in it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's story. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And as always, if you've got any of that pet tax or what you're up to whilst you're listening, I always love to see those pics at Mark Narrations on Twitter. Come get involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast. Milking, eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.